So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Thank you for tuning in to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. And today we are talking about the Theragun. But first, make sure you are following us at Run Pain Free on Instagram and at runpainfree underscore academy on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast at runpainfreepodcast.com. Make sure you're following us so we can keep you running pain-free for real. So let's get into it. So the Theragun came out a few years ago and of course it was a whole craze and everybody was jumping on it because most people love new gadgets, especially our runners. <laughs> so everybody jumped on it and I quickly had an opinion, shocker, right? So I'm gonna be talking about my opinion about any of these types of guns, not necessarily the actual, just the Theragun, the brand, but that type of gun period, because there's a bunch of different kinds of brands. So way back before this was actually created, people used to hook up sanding machines, hand manual sanding machines that you would actually see in a mechanic shop where they were buffing out dents or scratches on a car. Yes, exactly that and they would put this big foam cushion or furry type cushion around it, hook it up to an industrial type of outlet and then actually use it on people's bodies. So that's what was actually being used on people's bodies and I lost my mind when I saw that starting to take off in gyms that I was at here in New York City. It was ridiculous and it's super high injury prone for just so many reasons. So that was first before this gun business came out. I didn't like that because the idea of basically sanding somebody's body and buffing somebody's body, the amount of power that comes out of these types of tools or that tool specifically, I'll stay on that for a second, you can't feel what you're actually doing to the person's flesh, to their body. There's so much vibration and feedback, literal feedback from the actual machine that you can't feel what you're doing. And although it may feel good to the person at the time, uh, it's not something that is, it's actually quite dangerous because you don't know what you're doing or how deep you're going, how much you're penetrating. And so that idea then came into this gun business where now there's a very pointed, specific tool that is very small and round and like a little itty bitty fist punching, punching, punching at very high rapids, rapid movement. And that's what this new gun is. And then there's attachments that are like plastic that look like a goal sign from a football field, like an actual goal sign. They have all different types of attachments and the penetration is the biggest issue. So bottom line is no, I don't like it. And this is why the penetration is not something you can detect. One, people who are trained to use these types of tools or the stick like me, fascial release, myofascial release, active fascial release, these types of things are trained behaviors. These are not something that just random people can just get up and do. You can actually hurt somebody doing that. You can hurt somebody giving somebody an elbow if you don't know what you're doing. So 
get, now getting this automatic power tool, basically a drill bit with a little bit piece of foam at the end of it and holding it on one body part like your calf, your hamstring, your quad, your pec. Yes, it feels good in the moment, but you don't realize how deep it's going. And so the more you hold it in these positions, it actually can bruise the muscle. And a bruised muscle is at least three months out for recovery. Not the same thing as a bruise. It doesn't even show up on your outer skin as a bruise. It's just extremely dense and deep pain. And depending on the muscle and how far you were there, dictates how long that that bruise is there. And it can take a really long time. Now, in the hands of somebody who actually knows what they're doing, that may be helpful. I personally, as a professional, I wouldn't use that. I like actually feeling what I'm doing. I like feeling the knots and feeling the muscles and, and structure and seeing where I'm at. I, I like that knowledge base of a person's body personally, but I would definitely lean towards it being in the hands of a professional. So the whole big idea here is that it's being marketed to regular people, right? So now you can get it anywhere. You can get it at the expos. It's on a national commercial. It's everywhere. So now regular people who have absolutely no idea how to use this, who probably don't even foam roll, are going to now use this drill bit on their bodies. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to start to see an influx of pain or not strains, but people are going to think they're strained. People are going to think they tore muscles because they don't differentiate between like a muscle bruise and how bad that actually hurts. A bone bruise really hurts. If you roll over a bruise, people have just sticked over an ankle bone and gotten extreme pain for months because they bruised their ankle bone. So just imagine now a cushioned drill bit going over one of your bones, your shin, not realizing that you're hitting it because you're on the outside muscles and that feels really good all around those muscles, but you don't realize that you're grazing the bone until the next day when your bone actually hurts. So I would lean on being in the hands of a professional, somebody who's actually trained how to work with uh, fascia, how to, tr how to work with muscle and release. I would lean on that. Those people will generally know how to use it in a safe fashion, but just randomly buying this and getting it, you're asking for a problem. And it's just not something I believe that should be in the hands of you know, random people, random regular people. Again, this is also why it's funny that people will jump to get this and not foam roll. When foam rolling is literally gonna teach you how your body is. It's gonna teach you where your pockets of pain are. It's gonna teach you what parts of your body you need to attend to. And it's also gonna teach you that where you're feeling pain isn't where the actual pain is, it's from somewhere else, but you're only gonna get that from foam rolling and taking the time to literally learn the grooves of your body. And if you don't wanna do that, you have no business getting a gun because you're bypassing a whole bit of things. Also, when you use something like the gun and you're not using it everywhere, where you don't use it is also where you're not releasing, okay? So if you've heard me talk in other podcasts, like how important it is to foam roll from joint to joint and you have to completely roll. You just can't roll over, you don't roll over bone, you don't roll over joints and stuff like that, but you have to roll to them because if you miss that and you're two inches from finishing out that line, like from your over your hip all the way down to just right above outside your knee, if you come two inches too high and stop rolling, that part of your 
fascia that uh, IT band that you didn't roll, that's going to get very, very bad. And it's going to pull on your knee so badly that when say I now get you and I have to elbow that, it almost makes you feel like sick to your stomach. That's how tight it can get and pulling on the knee. But there's so much tissue locked up there that has to be released. So that's the same thing with this gun. People are just gonna hold it in pockets. They're not gonna do their entire body. It's re you actually really couldn't do your whole body. You really do need to foam roll so that whatever you miss with the gun, you actually get with the foam roller so you steamroll it out because you are gonna miss pockets with the gun. The gun is super specific. So it's like, a, it's like an automated ball, if you will, an automated lacrosse ball session or a golf balling session. But it's, you know, now it has, it has power behind it. But you have to foam roll after that. And I've always said that to our runners and I say it at our events and stuff, like even when you're ball, ball rolling or using the golf ball, you need to lead with the foam roller and finish with the foam roller because you're gonna miss pockets. And when you miss pockets, those pockets get worse. So again, this is why I would lean on going to a professional that knows how to use these things because that's what's gonna help you, A, learn how to use it and then understand how serious it is to, to actually get your hands on something like this and then use it on your body I've had many runners get them early on who bruised all different types of muscles they bruised their calves they bruised their hamstrings they bruised their quads and didn't know what the pain was because they weren't injured they were all corrected weren't injured but they had this new pain and always guys just look at whatever you added new to your regimen what is the newest thing you've been doing is it a new route is it a new sneaker is it a new and anything new, anything new. And that's usually what the problem is. So it was the it was the gun and luckily I was involved so I knew what their regimens were and I could pinpoint it quite fast. But I had said not to use it to a couple of people, they did anyway. And it a lot of people do use the gun, but they don't know how to how to come off of it or not go so deep. And it's figuring out that gauge. So I would say if you're gonna use the gun, literally make sure that you're foam rolling first learn your body first so that you can understand depths because if you're laying on a foam roller on a specific body part and you're holding it and you feel how much pain you're releasing and how much tension you're releasing in that pocket and then you go and use the gun and don't feel anything you will understand what i'm saying you're not going to feel what you're doing you're not going to feel the depths that you're going, and then you do chance bruising that muscle because it's it's a little punch. It's punching, punching, punching. You're not just holding something and pressing into it like a foam roller that doesn't have a motor on it. This is something that is actually penetrating and, and punching your, your body. So that's very, very different. It is not the same thing as a ball. It is not the same thing as a, as a, as a foam roller because of the actual drilling automated machine that it is it's not it's not the same thing and so it again don't get all rosy because it's making you feel better because you're not feeling exactly how deep it's going so lean on the side of getting involved with somebody who has who, who knows how to use these types of things I wouldn't recommend anybody getting it on their own because it's a lot more invasive than I think people realize and there's a lot of things on the market that are invasive that people don't realize and actually cause more harm than good. And if you're wanting to know what those are, just listen to any of our podcasts because I talk about them all the time. But this is just one of those things that is new on the market and a lot of people are jumping on it, but I do see a lot of bruised muscle injuries. And if you've never had a bruised muscle, you don't know how painful it is, but it's extremely painful. 
and it doesn't go away overnight. Like a regular bruise, here today, gone tomorrow, you know? But a muscle bruise, a muscle bruise definitely lasts for a minimum of three months. If it's your quad, it could be much longer because the quad muscles are so deep, they're huge, and you don't realize how, how much you're going down and up and down and up because again, you get lost in the fact that it feels good. So this is a big reason why I lean on the side of caution with these types of things. I get why everybody would want to get it. I get that it's quick. I get that it's easy. I totally understand that. And I understand where they're coming from and why it's even on the market. I do. I absolutely do. But I always lean on the side of caution. I always lean on the side of preventing injuries and people getting apparatuses that could hurt them. And there's just a lot of that out on the market. If you're not willing to foam roll, then you shouldn't be buying the gun also. Use that as a gauge. If you're thinking about getting the Theragun or any type of those massaging type guns, if you haven't been somebody who's foam rolling, then you, you're, you are in no condition to be getting this, this machine, none. You really need to foam roll first, get used to that, and then debate it. Because honestly, you probably just need to foam roll, not for nothing. Uh, and you're gonna learn so much more about your body when you foam roll because you're feeling it. You don't feel it with this, with, with the machine behind it because it's your hand is then the machine and then your body. So th there's a big disconnect right there. And so that's a big deal too. You really need to feel what you're doing and understand what you're doing. And I'm just, I'm, I've not been a fan of it for that reason. So many people have really gotten uh, some serious bo uh, bone bruises and muscle bruises from it just from not realizing how deep they're going, which is probably the biggest problem with it in my opinion not knowing how deep you're not knowing how to foam roll not knowing fascia and all that stuff it, again it's as much as it sounds super simple it quite isn't <laughs> it's it's pretty complex and so the fascia is everywhere and fascia on the on your outside of your right leg is on the opposite left shoulder so if you're got this thing going up and down up and down your your right leg you're actually making your left shoulder worse it's getting more restricted. The more you release that side of your right leg and not doing that exact same thing to your hip, to your glute, across your back, up your spine, into the other shoulder, you're actually making that whole line worse. So then you might have shoulder knots you didn't have before. You may have low back pain you didn't have before. You may have a side stitch on your other side while you're running that you didn't have before. So these are all things of fallout from getting on using that type of machine on one part of your body and not being able to use it everywhere. Foam rolling, you use everywhere. There's not one part of your body you can't foam roll at all. So there's even facial fascia tools that you basically are foam rolling your face. I use one. So there's no part of your body you can't actually foam roll, but there's much parts of your body that you can't use this gun for obvious reasons. You can't like turn around and hook around. Then do not go get your friend to get the gun and be like, hey, can you get my back real quick? Please also don't do that. I love how supportive you guys are, are of each other, but that's not something that you want to do. And like, don't do that. Don't start sharing these things and like gunning one another. Like, don't do that. Because again, it needs to be in the hands of a professional who knows how to use it. Otherwise you have a higher risk of hurting yourself or hurting your friend if you're doing it to them. Seriously. So just lean on the side. This is a cautionary podcast. <laughs> I get why it's out. I understand it, but it needs to be in the hands of a professional and understand that. And if you want to understand your body better, just foam roll already. Jesus, just foam roll. You will learn your body. You will learn where you need those knots pulled out and you'll be able to use golf ball, lacrosse ball, all these things that you actually feel what you're doing. 
and then maybe consider the getting involved, you know, go to see somebody that actually knows how to use the gun. And so this way you can see the difference. I want you to see what I'm saying. I want you to feel your knots. I want you to feel your body. And then I want you to use the gun and see that you don't feel it because I want you to see the difference. And if you're like, oh, had I not foam rolled, I would have never known that this just using the gun like that is not, I, sh I should feel more than this. I should actually know more. I should feel how deep I'm going. You're not gonna get that with the gun. You're getting it with the foam roll. You're getting it with a stick. You're getting it with balls and such like that. And there's tons of stuff you can use like that that you actually feel. So just lean on the side of caution when it comes to this guy. Um, of course, my actual professional opinion of it is I'm not a fan because it's just a higher rate of injury. And even if you see the videos of it, you can see how much the skin and the body part is actually moving like a wave. That's serious penetration on one spot. And the more you hold it, it's just like someone literally giving you little itty bitty punches in that one spot. If that, if you don't think that would hurt, I don't know why you wouldn't think the gun would be a problem. And so again, lean on the side of caution and foam roll first, find somebody who's a professional with it. And then please comment on this podcast, report back, DM us. I'd love to hear your experience. I'd love to hear what you learned, what you felt. We want that feedback. Our point here is to give you education for yourself so that you can run or be an athlete, whatever you want to do for as long as you want to do without any pain holding you back. So we want the feedback of all of these things that we're talking about on here. So please comment, share it, ask questions. That's what we're here for. I am probably going to do a video overview, like an over the shoulder. If you know what that means, I'm going to share my screen and actually show some visuals of this so we can talk about what I'm saying in terms of penetration and how the body responds to it and the depths that it, that it can go into the body so that you have just more of an understanding of what I mean by not being able to feel how deep you're going and why that could be a problem. So look out for that. All right, everybody, have an amazing day. Thank you. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.